Hi, everybody. I'm Neil. Hi, and I'm Libby. And we're back. And we're back. with our. We promised our listeners a real estate show. We did, too. And we... We say we do what we say we gonna do. We do too. And we giving it up today. That's right. And with us from Carnan Properties is Ryan McNeil, Mike Bloom, and Lillian Newman. Hello. Hey y'all. And if you heard the first uh, pod here, we talked about how Harvey has affected the real estate market in many ways in terms of prices and and just where inventory where it, we are. Correct. And um, which is all very interesting. Yes, um, areas of Houston that typically flood, we talked a little bit about, areas that never flood that flooded, and that was because of the water release, and we want to talk a little bit about that, because like Cynthia McNeely, who's mm-hmm. been on the show, you know, they've never flooded, ever, and the water release totaled them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a TKO at their house on Hollow uh, Drive in, in uh, Memorial. Well, in Kingwood, too. I mean, that was the big problem in Kingwood right when they the dam release the dam release like Mm -hmm. i have friends that live there and brand new house you know just moved in all that Mm -hmm. stuff um and it was like they were fine at 11 p.m and then at 2 a.m they had eight feet of water in their house and we were Mm -hmm. like they were like you know the the warning i mean just it sounds like a lot could have been done to prevent a little bit of stress well part it's difficult it's a tough question to ask real estate agents about development and how responsible developers are for this flooding situation because real estate agents make money when they're buying and selling real estate Mm -hmm. and developers provide inventory Mm -hmm. into the market for realtors to sell so but there is obviously a problem right and this gets to city council and whoever the mayor is this gets very political and developers are obviously have deep pockets and a lot of power in municipal and county government Mm -hmm. so guys talk about that with us and share with our listeners what you think what the what you think development impact is on flooding not necessarily harvey but the the tax day flood and the recent floods that had nothing to do with the hurricane well permitting is so easy for these guys and all those subdivisions in Cinco Ranch, you know, they were saying that they should have never been able to build there. And, you know, they were, they got granted permits and thousands of homes went mm-hmm. underwater. Kikarillo did that whole corridor from the dam all the way down Nottingham Forest, Rustling Pines, Memorial Glen, Memorial Bend, all the way down to the Beltway. He developed all of those mm-hmm. subdivisions primarily. And um, like I said, my, my dad grew up here and he used to hunt in the 30s around Attic's Dam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they got Barker Dam. Mm-hmm. And they used to hunt at Mr. Barker's ranch. And when they built that dam in the 30s, it wasn't expected to last this long. Right. It wasn't adequate then. Right. And they said no one was ever supposed to build, you know, east, east of that dam. Yeah. And sure enough, you know. There's thousands of people thousands. that live there now, and and it's you know it's fortunate that it hadn't happened before, but it's likely it may happen again. Right, you know? and, it's kind of like that, who's responsible. It's for, just so old. I mean, yeah. it has to be, you know. And where's the money going to come from? Right. And so there's a lot of unanswered questions. So well, there was a time period when the city was very complacent because there were big spans in between the different flood events. 
But as of recent, you can see all the signs with all the retention ponds coming into the city. The new Glades development and Memorial Park will help uh, some of the watershed off the bayou. And of course, Buffalo Bayou Park is probably the most noticeable enhancement to the city, and it was designed to accommodate all the water. Right. And it accommodates a lot of water. We just couldn't handle that much. Right. I mean, that well, 52 just, inches. Right. And I don't know. Yeah. Who could have? I mean, you know, it's, it was an unprecedented. But the dams were situation. not designed to handle that fifty-two that inches. Right. But yeah. which, and, and there's so many people upset with with city and 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 county government because there's been discussion about addressing the dams and it never happens, and now everyone. I mean, there are a lot of class action suits being. Mm-hmm. Uh, filed as we speak right you know one thing i find interesting is both of those dams discharge into buffalo bayou buffalo bayou runs through and pierces right through the heart of the city the most expensive real estate Mm -hmm. the central business district and if you think about the economic toll on the city it's staggering and so they i think there needs to be some sort of a solution where they can divert that water into other watersheds somehow there was a study commissioned, I think, back in 1996 or so, before right around the time they were going to do a major improvement on the Katy Freeway. And for about $400 million, they could put tunnels underneath the Katy Freeway mm-hmm. that would discharge that water directly into the ship channel. And Interesting. That, yeah. So and basically, they didn't like, do it. like subway tunnels, if you think sure. of it, just kind of underground. That makes per- that would be that would have made too much sense for right. anyone to <laughs> Way do that. Too exactly. Much sense. You know. So four hundred million dollars in hindsight looks huh. like a drop in the bucket. Right. For sure. Like we could so, have JJ raise that in a couple you know, more months. Right. <laughs> Back to your earlier comment about the attitude of real estate professionals and development. You know, we all have to earn a living, but I think those who are in the business for a long time and take their work seriously are more interested in long-term sustainable housing and living and impact to the environment. You know, it's easy to make a quick buck now, but what's the price being paid down the road Mm -hmm. and by who? So I'm a big proponent of the city really addressing this on a bigger scale. And if developers have to make larger investments in their communities to figure out, you know, um, retention ponds and, and whatever other means are necessary Mm -hmm. i would be a big supporter of that Mm -hmm. absolutely and i mean if you are a developer and you you know know all the facts and it's like well this is a one in a thousand year flood chance possibility that like do you say no like you're like Mm -hmm. okay so something that probably isn't going to happen ever in our life like i don't know i mean that's kind of a tricky question nobody anticipated this like when we had frank's billings Frank Billingsley here. That's a little mm-hmm. mouthful. Um, he was like, "It's a Harvey was a combination of Allison, Ike, and um, the Galveston hurricane. Alicia, Carla. Ca- well, I don't remember, but oh. but he he said it was a combo of the three, like the Allison the triple whammy. Right. I mean, he was just like this. I mean, truly the perfect storm, like that came yeah. out of you know, Alice had the rainfall of Allison. It stayed in place." like Allison and then it had like the winds and all that stuff anyway yes, it just wouldn't really move it was just right it was just yeah. an unprecedented storm and but it had never happened before but it's happened and everyone now is like oh my god what happens when it happens again it may never happen again but it may happen next year we don't know well if you look at the explosive growth of Houston over say the last 50 years from 1960 to the present day those reservoirs were put in I think in the 40s I believe so they were probably obsolete 40 years ago right 
and the city continues to grow and mm -hmm. you know Lillian's point earlier I think we're going to see this Houston metro area flourish for many 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 years yes Houston's definitely on the on the rise mm -hmm. still it's a growing city we need to get flying cars around because I'm worried about where these cars. people are going to park and drive true <laughs> There's too much concrete. Because I can't. There There's is way too, too much, much concrete. concrete. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about the difference between like getting around Austin and getting around Houston and saying like, you know, we had a friend who lives here and she was like, I don't believe you that Austin's traffic is worse than Houston. Like, I just don't believe you. And she was like, oh, trust. She yeah. was like, y'all have a seven lane one way highway that might be filled up, but we have a two lane, like we can't go anywhere, you know? Right. But it does seem like it's gotten really bad just in the last six months. really bad. Yes. I mean... And it's all day. You know, you could avoid right. it a couple times a day, but now it's like every time you go out. It's not 4.30. Right. Or 8.30. Mm -hmm. It's like 2.30, you're stuck, you know, mm -hmm. on 610 for 15 minutes to go less than a mile. And, and back to the flooding thing and, and driving, it still fascinates me how people will drive into water. Right. Yeah. How, <laughs> what? I mean, Don't that is that. not smart. I'm no. sorry. If you do that, you're just dumb. You Don't see, that. when the water is over the curb don't i think the insurance company should be looking at all the news feeds on here and see yes. which one of their insurance or drove their bmw or their mm -hmm. pickup truck into floodwaters and say that wasn't an accident yeah, you just said. stupid you, you just stupid <laughs> right we don't play stupid you we know, don't have was, a stupid was. i was driving to, to <clears throat> austin and i tend to 71 as soon as you get on 71 mm -hmm. there's about a 10 acre track and there's just a million cars it's like a graveyard right. of cars have you mm -hmm. seen that i've seen aerial photos mm -hmm. of it yeah oh my gosh and it keeps growing because i go out there you know quite well, a bit and i guess I, they look clean so i i wasn't sure if it was you know cars all, from harvey but those are harvey cars and yeah, they're, and they're oh. at racetracks scattered around the state and what they've done apparently is they've kept put them in and they're categorized by who the insurance company was so geico will have oh, you know okay 14,000 cars and USA will have 25,000 and that way the adjusters instead of having to go all over the city trying to chase these cars down just go to one place and they're all batched okay that makes sense well that was well thought out mm -hmm. are they salvageable those people, those people need to be hired by Harris County flood control they do mm -hmm. they've committed to destroy most of the cars but have some they? of them will go to third world countries after <clears throat> restoration ah. really yes send them to Cuba they need some cars. They need some. <laughs> Mom was a, my mother was a State Farm agent in Baytown for 30 years. And I remember every time a storm would come, she would just be like, like getting ready for Monday. You know, right. that's like the busiest, mm -hmm. not so fun for anybody. No. And one of, one of the things that came up uh, yesterday uh, post Harvey is trades tradesmen and supplies are in extraordinary demand right now before the people that are rebuilding getting sheetrock getting wood getting tile getting carpet getting you know and then getting people professional tradesmen to install them and do their thing mm -hmm. it's the cost of going way up quickly and uh that doesn't surprise anybody really but the there there is a very harsh demand on product so this is taking a lot longer for people to mm -hmm. get back in their homes that are rebuilding than they than they ever imagined and it's impacting new construction right well i've spent a lot of time with my clients kind of helping them after uh, my neighbors and everything after the flood but i lived in my house after ike it had substantial damage to a portion of the house for a year just because i didn't want to have the storm chasers in my house oh right right well that was smart yes there's a lot of price 
price gouging and that sort of thing going on? You know, you know, a, a, I, I go to Home Depot a lot because I love it. <laughs> and but they have employees from all over just volunteering. I walk in Home Depot and I'm approached every 30 seconds. Can I help you? Can I help you? Supplies. That's I mean, so great. I, I was in the middle of remodeling a house when Harvey hit and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to be able to yeah. finish it. And so I sent my guy, I said, you need to go to Home Depot and buy some sheetrock. And he said, no, that'd be f- plenty. And it's just come from everywhere. That's so, amazing. I mean, su- you know, materials isn't really an issue. They, they've done a great job. That's great. And That's all good. the great volunteers at all these stores are just wonderful. I know. We've, we've, we talked about that the Tuesday after or Wednesday, whenever, after the world came in a little bit back to normal, just how wonderful it was to see the city pulled together yeah. and now we won a world series oh my gosh and now we Go have a world series. And, and the dynamo right they're doing great but i need to have a little altuve moment we all need one i love him i know i'm, I'm so totally much. i always pull for the underdog handle it you know what i'm saying so cute yeah, did you so see awesome. the saturday night live yes. Yes. yes that was priceless oh i just yeah. want to like put him in my pocket and take him everywhere no what okay. the Astros did for Houston is incredible. incredible. I was you know. just watching a recap of Game 5, which now I'm a major Astros sports fan, but Lauren always gives me crap because I don't really, I'm like, what quarter is it? She's like, well, this is baseball, so we don't We're have quarters, quarters, so it's an inning. It's, it's an inning. I'm like, oh, okay, right. Anyway, learned a lot over the past few weeks. And yeah. Game five was pretty incredible. I took my two boys. I was You there. did? Yes. Uh, at Game five? Crazy. <gasps> That yeah. We got home so about fun. 3 o'clock yeah. that morning. I mean, like... When it was 12, 12, right. I was just like, this is just not happening. And I mean, then everybody on a just Sunday like, night is fully packed. Yeah. So fun. But yeah, that certainly kind of like... Lots again, of nail biting. Totally. And, and I posted a pic on Pageboy's um, Instagram, and it's this picture. The Chronicle posted it originally, but it's this picture of this man and the woman in their house that's, you know, bare bones, sheetrock mm-hmm. showing... They have one TV set up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I saw And it this. has like, you know, they have like a cooler as like a coffee yeah. table and they're in lawn chairs and they're just like out of their seats so excited. I mean, it like makes me teary. Oh, that's but it was just, that was kind of the feeling of the whole week and such an uplifting it time. It pulled for Houston, Houston back totally up. It was the shot up. in the arm everybody needed, totally. whether you were flooded or not. I think it was epic on many levels and it also cast the city in a very positive light. It did. Yes. After the flood, there was an article that I read right after Harvey where you know, corporations were talking about maybe second questioning whether or not this would be a place they'd want to establish business sure. or relocate to or bring people. And we certainly don't need that. So having the Astros win, again, spun the story into much positive light, which I think was really helpful. Yeah. And the, it's rocket season. That's They're right. doing good. I, I keep I keep saying Tillman Fertitta is going to be a good luck mm-hmm. charm for the Rockets. And the Dynamo's winning, 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 winning. winning. If we can get. We can't Keep talk this about the Texans. Street, you know, we will have changed have our... They've had some bad We would luck. have broken the spell because right. I really have felt like for years Houston sports teams have just been cursed. Like, can't win Truly. for anything. Because, like, when was the last time the Rockets won? 04? No. It was... 94? 23 years Something ago. Something like that? Good I mean, Lord. it was crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yay for Houston. Yay for volunteers. Yay for all the hard recovery that's still happening yeah and uh other effects of harvey um besides real estate and and just life in our city um just so much of it just washed away with Mm -hmm. no pun intended 
with um, with the the Astros win. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about all kinds of funny stuff. But so let's wrap our conversation on Houston real estate post Harvey. Everybody has a positive attitude about it. Prices will go up. The inventory will move again. But if you're the, looking to like buy and sell right now, what do y'all suggest? Do you wait? Do you jump on it? Do you just, is it going to stay this way for a while? I mean, like we said, you think this is just here to stay. And so I think it's a great time. I think it's a list. great time to buy. You still have st- historically low interest rates. Um, People like to buy before the end of the year, too. There's always right. a peak there. Okay. Some of my busiest mm-hmm. months are November and December. Mm-hmm. To get your homestead exemption. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're all professional full time agents. The majority of the agents in the city are just kind of seasonal. So they go into a holiday mode for themselves and they kind of shun their clients. But for people like the three of us, we pick up business. The last quarter of the year is always my busiest. Really? Yes. Yeah. My fourth quarter has been my busiest many years. Not wow. every, but many. And people assume, you know, it's mm-hmm. the holidays, no one wants to buy houses, but it's just not the case. Really? Yeah. I told a lender one time who kept backpedaling on why he couldn't get an approval done. I said there are two holidays there are three days that are holidays <laughs> out of the out of the like the ninety the, the fourth quarter. So don't use the holidays as right. an excuse to do nothing. It's not we a two have week Thanksgiving window. day. Exactly. We have Christmas exactly. Day and New Year's Day, which is technically next That's year. That's right. I sold a house on Christmas Day this year and on New Year's Day. You did? Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's a Christmas yep. present. Well, and Absolutely. and and tax the the proposed tax reform. How is oh, yeah. you know there's that is going to have a big impact on real estate everywhere in terms mm-hmm. of deductions. Do we, do we know what it is or what's being proposed? Well, we know it's being proposed, but it's not settled out. I think it's going to evolve a little bit before it passes. By the time that bill is passed, it won't look anything like it looks now because all the everybody has to touch it <laughs> with their dirty paws. <laughs> Are we talking Don't about local property tax oh, no. Well, this, is just, this was Congress's oh, this income Congress. tax. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what the property tax breaks are, because I think I'm, I'm hearing we're supposed yeah. to get one this year or next year. But yes. there's confusion because some people are grandfathered if you're in a mortgage now, mm-hmm. um, but it'll impact people that are going into a mortgage after the new laws pass. Oh, I Fantastic. Whatever, whatever iteration it is at that time. So the, that's a nice incentive deduction. to buy, too. That's true. And yes, interest go. rates are still low. Mm-hmm. Um, we might buy a house if someone would put our tree up in a house. We could just move for into Christ- it. For your Christmas tree? <laughs> yes. Any volunteers? Yeah, Any volunteers? Done. Okay, perfect. <laughs> done. <laughs> if you'll just find us a house, uh, put a Christmas tree up, we'll, you got it. we'll sign the papers. Fun. Yeah, I know. Um, so... When we come back, we're going to get these guys who are just the consummate professionals to let their hair down a little bit and tell us some funny stuff. Because as real estate agents, you see some crazy, crazy (laughs) stuff. And this will be a fun way to wrap our real estate show. I love it. People aren't used to us being so serious. No, but y'all are, right, us. Us. Right. Yes. But we can be sometimes. We're not going to be so serious when we come back. Not so much. Stay with us.